y'all doing people happy thursdays almost the weekend people people what a time to be alive what a time to see the nba playoff the playoffs are here and it's been fantastic so far and i'm it's been a joy to watch every night watching these teams play these players play seeing greatness seeing blowouts seeing uh, close games and beyond and people i'm your boy your host chris j i love the sports and loves me back all I gotta say to these people, I'm kind of just, I wouldn't say I'm in kind of wow, just a shocker, you know, um, about this certain team I'm talking about today on my podcast. Talking about one team today because to me it's funny, a shocker, and you just shake your head because I don't know what they are doing, what's the issue. Well, I know the issue is just, it seems like it's just some things never change in life. Like, like you know what some teams, it doesn't matter what they do, they're always going to drop the ball. And with some teams, it doesn't matter who they get, who their coach is, they have bad luck and they have a curse. And the team I'm talking about today, people, I'm talking about the Los Angeles Clippers. Like... Seriously, what's the issue? What's the problem? And just as a franchise, as a team, they have always underachieved. And it's funny. It's funny to me because a couple years ago, um, they signed Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi shot the world. He shot the world by going to the Los Angeles Clippers because the talk was he was going to the Lakers or staying with Toronto. But it it was a a, a a high percentage of going to the Lakers playing with LeBron James, Anthony Davis, those having a big three. And so, in just seeing what he did, he shot the world. He chose the Clippers over the over the Lakers. And so, and he brought Paul George with him. And when that happened, the Clippers had a good chance winning the title. It was the Battle of L.A. Who's the best team in L.A.? Because you had LeBron James, A.D., he had, he had Kyle Kuzma, Latavius Caldwell Pope. At the time you had Ray John Rondo. And you had some more players. You had Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee. The Clippers had, uh, of course, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Lou Williams, uh, Montrez Harrell. You got uh, Morris. They had a great deep squad. Uh, you had Doc Rippers as the head coach. Uh, and you had just the Battle of LA. Who's the best player? And then Kawhi Leonard, the guy had a new commercial for a new balance. He, uh, the king of L.A. had the, the little necklace, the, the, a little crown, dangling down his car, driving down a highway, just cruelers down in the six, a six-fold, relaxing, and doing what he does, pretty much showing, t- telling LeBron, there is a new sheriff in town. I am the king of L.A. It's about me. And so, your old news, I'm new news. That's what he said, basically, during this commercial. And so, seeing all that during that song, okay, like, man, this rival gonna be something serious. The Clippers, they are here. They got a team, they got Kawhi Leonard, PG, you know, and LeBron James, you know, coming off injury too, getting AD. And so, this gonna be really. Good to watch for the sport of basketball. Who's the best team in LA? Because the everything's getting hyped up. Who's better? Who's not better? 
And so the talk, the trash talk, all this and the third. And so just seeing um, all that, I'm thinking that the 2020 conference finals, it was going to be the Clippers versus the Lakers at each other's neck. Who's going to win the series? The matchup was great. And, you know, because at that time, of course, I'm a diehard Lakers fan. Lakers fan from day one since Kobe Bryant days as a kid kid growing up. So I always said Lakers were the better team. But I was getting kind of nervous because I see the Clippers roster just on paper. Man, they got some, they have a deep roster as far as the matchups. It was was very great and tough. And like, I, I don't know we can beat them because at that time, I was saying the Clippers making beat us in seven-game series, maybe. Then the pandemic happened. And then when the pandemic happened, you know, it was like a four- or five-month layoff. The bubble came in play. So players had to go to the bubble. And, you know, going to the bubble, going to Orlando, away from your families and things of that nature. Just So it's just um, seeing all that take place and seeing pretty much just how mentally that the Lakers were and how mentally the Clippers were. Not very, not strong mentally. And so I'm thinking you have Kawhi Leonard, who's supposed to be, quote unquote, of the best player in the world. I never agree with that. I never said Kawhi was, was. I never thought he was. And Kawhi Leonard would never be the best player in the world, just saying. But seeing all that, I'm saying, okay, well, they're not strong mentally, so I don't know right now because having a superstar that's great, but he's not very vocal, don't say say much. You have Paul George, someone who's a good talent, but as far as the playoffs, he's always underachieved. That's fact. Just saying, having guys like Lou Williams, Montrezl Harrell, you know, they play with a lot of grit and swagger and toughness about each other. And I'm thinking... They were not mentally tough because some players didn't want to be in the bubble. Paul George talking about, I miss my family. I'm just not there mentally, not focused. And I'm thinking like this for a Clipper team and how they were not focused, you know, things of that nature. And you have an experienced coach in Doc Rivers, you know, who's a won a title in 08 with the Boston Celtics. And I'm thinking, how are these guys not mentally there? And you have a great coach. You have a, it seems like you have a great supporting cast, people that have a ton of experience, people, players that want to prove something. And so I see how my Lakers were just mentally there, mentally from the jump. And I want to say this and seeing the Clippers being up 3 1 against the Denver Nuggets. It just was, okay, the series over. And seeing them drop the ball in game five, six, and seven, having double-digit leads in all three games and losing. And then the first round versus the Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks, they were supposed to beat the Clippers, but Porzingis went down. If Porzingis didn't go down the first round, we can, I'm saying this right now, the Dallas Mavericks, they would have beaten the Clippers in the first round. And so, pretty much, the Clippers blew that 3-1 lead versus the Nuggets and lost in the second round. They were pointing the finger at Doc Rivers. Pointing the finger, 
He didn't put us in position. Wasn't a great coach. The play calling. Montrezl Harrell. He's a distraction. And they're just getting blame. It's basically the blame game. From Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Paul George is on a podcast on All the Smoke talking about uh, Doc Rivers is using me like Ray Allen, coming me off screens and think, things of that nature. Pretty much blaming Doc and saying he's the reason why we lost. Instead of being a man and taking and taking a being and holding yourself accountable because Paul George, you didn't play good. You last year came up short once getting the playoffs, did not show up in the game seven. Hitting the side of the backboard, just saying, with 10 points. And so, seeing them do that last year, so they kind of made an excuse that we're in the bubble this year. We're there mentally, you know, back in the arena, fam, they're coming again, so we'll be ready. I'll be a better Paul George. I'll be this and then the third. And so now we fast forward to now, people, the 2021 playoffs. The Clippers are facing the Dallas Mavericks once again in the first round. And they are down 0-2 in the series, going back to Dallas. Not L.A., to Dallas. They've had home court. Dallas stole home court. Stole it. Stole it like a kid taking candy from a baby at a store somewhere. Just stole it. Took it. It's gone. And so, and, and Paul George did it interview a couple days ago after the loss in game two and saying we're not worried about nothing you know um winning in 10 I think the 10 for the uh, the math to play like this still uh, uh, we're a better team uh, we gotta go I'm not worried about nothing and I'm looking like this after seeing that interview with Paul George got his head down not looking up the Clippers are a disgrace they are a disgrace because simple because they don't have a leader they don't have a leader a leader like I understand Rondo's there but they're stubborn they don't listen and to be honest I understand Rondo playoff Rondo was real but I feel like your two best players must be your best leaders vocally on the court and off the court from and I start with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, you guys are the best two players on the team, talent-wise and everything. You guys should be the vocal leaders. Hold your teammates accountable. Get uh, get in their face. Make them better. I mean, it seems like to me that's a question mark. It seems like they can't do that because just watching them play and how the effort, not playing defense, um, when pressure comes, they don't come through and things of that nature. And I'm saying this right now. Um, I believe Kawhi Leonard is out of there. After they lose the first round and they may get swept, just saying. Um, I believe he's out of there because he can opt out this summer and become a free agent. And just saying that two year in, in these two years, how they've underachieved. Because the Clippers, as a franchise, have never gone to the conference finals. And now you have Paul George, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and a great supporting cast. And it seems like they're doing worse than last year. So the question is now, who's to blame this year? Oh, Tyrone Lue? 
who? Because you can't blame Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers are doing his thing on thing in Philly. They are the a best team in the team. I'm the best team in the East. A record-wise, they have a, a candidate for MVP and Joel Embiid and a great supporting cast around him. And so, I'm saying this right now. The problem is the player. The problem is Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And the reason why I'm saying this because I'm going to get on, on Kawhi Leonard. People, we all know Kawhi Leonard had, had a top, far as talent-wise, he should be top five in the league, talent-wise. But I'm saying this right now. Like, those those championships in San Antonio and in Toronto, let's be real, people. I think they were a little, maybe, for him winning finals MVP, they were a little overrated for the finals MVP because I say this. When Kawhi Leonard won the Finals MVP in 2014, he averaged like 17 points a game. He averaged like he he didn't have great numbers. He got the MVP because he played good defense on LeBron James, and LeBron James still averaged 26, 8, and 7. Just saying. So you got wow, that's some great defense. Just saying, but that's why he got it because. He played some good defense on LeBron. He was not a superstar then. Kawhi Leonard was the fourth option. The first option was Tim Duncan, Parker, Ginobili. Kawhi was a fourth option. Kawhi wasn't held accountable. He wasn't the leader of the team. He was just their best defender. And so, so really, the guy got it for playing good defense, Kawhi Leonard. But it's not like he just would a team to a championship. Those those were the superstars of Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, not Kawhi Leonard. He was a big piece, but the, the reason why they got there was because of their Hall of Fame big three. Just saying. Then in 2019, versus the Golden State Warriors. People, let's be realistic here. If you guys know basketball, you know the only reason why Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors won the NBA championship is because Kevin Durant went down in game five. And then Clay Thompson went down in game six. If Kevin Durant was there or, and Clay was there, or even if Clay just was there, Golden State would have beaten the Toronto Raptors in seven games. If Durant was there with Clay, Plus a Steph and I read a Draymond Green, they would have swept Toronto. Let's be honest, people. And people, let's stop this notion. Kawhi Leonard is not the same player defensively. He's not. He has not been a lockdown defender since he left San Antonio. Just saying. In 2017, after Zaza cheap shot at him, he has not been the same player defensively. I don't care what anybody says. Stop this notion that Kawhi Leonard, he's a great defender now. He's not. Because Luka Doncic is giving it to him. He's giving it to him. The guy, Luka Doncic, this man, he is giving Kawhi Leonard and Paul George the business, people. The business. So stop this notion that, 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 that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George 
They are the best two-way players in the NBA for the duo. No, they're not. And first off, who has Paul George ever locked up in his career? Who has he ever got locked up? Because from my remembrance, this is 2021, people. And so last year in the playoffs, um, they they played a guy, a couple players such as a Luka Doncic, I don't know who gave them the business, averaging, I don't know, 30-plus. Um, then you play a Jamal Murray who gave you 40 a couple of games, then a 40 in a game seven in a, in, in a elimination game. Why didn't Paul George or Kawhi Leonard lock them up? Because they can't lock nobody up, it seems like. Uh, let's do some rewinding, people. In 2019... Paul George played against a guy named uh, Damian Lillard in the first round. Um, Damian Lillard averaged like 35 points that series. And Damian Lillard, he dropped in the game six, I believe. He scored 50 points. And he dropped a game winner in PG's face and called game and waved goodbye at him. So why didn't PG lock him up? Why is that? Why did he contain them? Um, I'm just saying. Then we can go back to rewind some, some more years, people. I guess when PG was in Indiana, a guy named LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James gave him the business. Dwayne Wade did too. Just saying. Um, it's just Paul George has a history that he can't, he can't stop anybody, it seems like. He can't guard anybody. So stop this notion that... Uh, He's a lockdown defender because he's not. He's an okay defender. He's not a lockdown defender. He's not a great defender. He's a decent defender, but he gets the credit like he's a great defender. I don't care what anybody says from every basketball analyst, people that, that actually watch the sport and know what they're talking about. Who has Paul George ever locked down? Who? Who has he contained? Name some players. I need some evidence, people, because... I, I've been watching Paul George play for some years now. I'm 25 years old, people. I remember Paul George got drafted. And from then to now, and for all those years he's been in the league, who has he ever locked up? Nobody. He ain't locking nobody up. He's not a great defender. Stop this notion that he is. He's not. He's not a great defender. PG is not a great defender. He's an okay defender. He is not a great defender. And Kawhi Leonard, since since he left San Antonio, the guy can't stop anybody. Luka Doncic does what he wants when he wants. Let's be real. In the finals of 2019, Steph did average 30. And Steph did drop 47 without Clay in game three. Steph had some big games in the finals. And... Let's be honest, people. I've seen James Harden cook him up. LeBron James cook him up. Kevin Durant cook him up. So, who is Paul? Who is Kawhi Leonard locking up defensively since he's left San Antonio? Because it seems like now he's a more well-rounded offensive player. His defense has kind of, kind of decreased to some or a lot because it seems like to me Kawhi Leonard does not want to guard the best players. It seems like to me, Kawhi Leonard, he's scared of Luka Doncic, giving him 40, a 50. Luka, tomorrow night, go for 60. You might as well because they can't guard you. Just saying. 
And so, I'm just want to stop this notion that the Clippers they are they have these great defenders, and that's a lie. They can't guard anybody. How about this, Kawhi? How about you take the initiative and guard Luka Doncic the whole game? How about you take that initiative? How about you and Paul George say, forget this. I got Luka the whole game, and he ain't getting 30 on me. Period. Do that. Because you probably won't. Because you're scared of Luka. He know you can't guard him. And what I'm basically saying is, people, Kawhi Leonard is not a top five player no more in the league. He's not top five. I can name five players right now better than Kawhi Leonard. And I really build a franchise before him. Because Kawhi's a great player. Yes, he's a great player. But he's not top five. And it's even more players that I would rather build a franchise before Kawhi Leonard. Because, first off, he's not a great leader. Kawhi's not vocal. He doesn't say anything. He's too quiet. I feel like being the best player on a team, on a championship team, your best player must hold you accountable, meaning be vocal, meaning sometimes you got to snap on people. Sometimes stop being so quiet all the time. I understand you're quiet. I understand that. But my God, son, say something. Hold your teammates accountable. I understand by your play. But your play is not being impactful because you're not making your teammates better around you, Kawhi Leonard. Just saying. Just saying. With sugar on top, please. Please. And the five players I would rank over him right now. Forget right now, just period. And first off, LeBron James, who's the best leader in sports. LeBron James. Two, Kevin Durant. KD is better than Kawhi Leonard just saying. Three is uh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry, the greatest shooter of all time. A great leader. Make players better around him. Number four, uh, the guy name is, I don't know, Luka Doncic, who's giving you the business. Just saying, Luka legend makes players better around you. The guy is 22 years old and you can't stop him. Another guy I'd rather build over you, I don't know, is Anthony Davis, AD. AD, yes. Because AD can actually play defense still. And AD, he he just, the guy, what can he do? Anthony Davis, uh, James Harden makes players better around him. Makes players better around him. Elevates. Yes, James Harden is better than, than Kawhi Leonard. I don't care what anybody says. Because James Harden makes players better. Kawhi does not make players better around. He doesn't. Damian Lillard. I would rather build a franchise with Dame Lillard over Kawhi Leonard because leadership. Le- leadership intangibles. And Kawhi seems like to me since he, when he was in... In San Antonio, he had a ton of help. He was in Toronto. He had he got a ton of breaks. Just saying. Dame Lillard, I would build a franchise before Kawhi Leonard. Just saying. The Greek freak, Giannis, I would. Giannis. Because Giannis is someone who I think he's a better defender now. Better defender. Giannis enjoys playing the game. And Giannis, he's going to take the challenge of guarding the best player. And, and and then and then he's younger, and Yon and Yonis is just someone who's just more relatable, and someone who actually enjoys playing basketball, and not someone who always want to sit a sit out game and load management all the time. 
So right there, that's seven, eight players right there that I'd rather have on my team than Kawhi Leonard. Not saying Kawhi's not a great player because talent while he's top five, but it just it's more things into it. And Kawhi is just not having that great leadership, not making players better around him, is the reason why the Clippers are not a successful team because your best player does not make players better around him. Yes, I said it. He only got two rings because he played with a great team and a great coach in Greg Popovich in 2014. 2019, he got breaks. He got a big break that Golden State just got injured. That's the only reason why he beat the Warriors. Let's be real, people. I'm speaking facts. Just saying. And the reason why I'm talking about the Clippers because it's over. It's done. It's a wrap. Stick a fork in it. It's gone bye-bye. It ain't coming back. Your guys are not beating the Dallas Mavericks four out of five games because you guys don't have... You guys are not strong mentally, one. Two, you don't have... Your best player is not a great leader. And, and three, your second best player don't even believe. Paul George don't even believe they'll come back. So at first of all, your best two players, they're just like not strong mentally. Don't believe they could win this series. So you're not winning this series because those three reasons. Four, you can't stop Luka Doncic. Luka legend is going to keep killing you. You have no defense that can stop him. And it seems like no one on your roster wants to guard him. Little behind Pat Bell, who like six feet or 5'2". Right now, how Luka playing like you little 5'2 child. Because Pat Bell can't do nothing with him. Too small, too little. Move out the way, kid. You can't guard me. I'm a grown man. You're a little boy. Just saying. Number five, um, number five is this. The Colts don't even believe in y'all. Tyron Lue knows this series over because Tyron Lue does not have a LeBron James on his roster now. And Kawhi Leonard is not the leader that a LeBron James is. And and this and how the roster is. Six, Rajon Rondo, the guy is arguing. He said himself, y'all don't listen. Ray, playoff rental can't save y'all. Nobody can save y'all. It's over. It's done. Fire people, split the team up. And Paul George just signed a four-year extension. I don't know why he did that. But that's him. But Kawhi Leonard is out. They're probably going to get rid of a ton of players because the Clippers are a disgrace. If I was the Clippers owner, I would do this. I would just move the team to uh, to Seattle because they get a fresh start, new city, you know, because L.A. is a Laker town. Not a Clipper town. It would never be a Clipper town because the Clippers would never do anything. You guys are trash. You suck. You stink. I, like, you guys don't even deserve to share an arena with the Lakers. Y'all talking about Inglewood a couple years, a building new stadium. Y'all need to leave LA. Leave California. Leave the state. Go somewhere else because you guys are not worthy enough to even have an arena in California. Yes, I said it. I don't care. I tell Paul, George that to his face, Kawhi, any of y'all. Y'all don't deserve to have an arena in the state of California. That's how sorry y'all been as a franchise. That's embarrassing. I'm going off on the Clippers because they suck, people. They stink. With sugar on top. 
You guys think the Clippers are going to win this series. You're crazy. You're crazy. I know I'm going off on the Clippers because I'm just mad. Because you guys have, yes, have, a, have talent on paper. But it seems like when push comes to shove, y'all just not there. Because your leaders don't make you better. You, your leaders don't believe. If my leaders don't believe in me, why the heck should I believe? Because y'all best players. Y'all should believe. Talk about we ain't worried about nothing. You better be worried about something. Because I got the mail when it game three. Going back to Texas. Going back to Texas. And they're going to have a lot of fans in that arena. Mark Cuban making sure of that. For sure. Going back home. Up 2-0. Going to Texas. Dallas. With the fans, first time in attendance in the playoffs? Are you kidding me? You guys are not winning game three. And when you lose game three, you're not gonna wanna want you're not gonna wanna play game four because the series is over. It's a wrap. You're not winning game three. You're not. Because Dallas is not gonna drop two games in their home court, just saying. They at least gonna win one of these games. I think I got it a sweep. I got them sweeping. I got the Dallas Mavericks sweeping them Clippers. Sweeping them. I got Luka going off for 40 again tomorrow night. And in the closeout game, I got them dropping 40 again. So two 40-point games back-to-back. Luka Doncic, the baddest white man on planet Earth, just saying. I've never seen Larry Bird play, people. I've never seen him play. I was born in 95. Larry Bird retired, I believe, in 92, 93. I don't know. One of those years. All I'm saying is this, people. I never seen Larry Bird play. But people, how my people say how Bird was a bad white boy. He was the best white boy I ever seen that walked planet Earth. I'm watching a guy named Luca Dungeons, who I call him Luca Legend. This guy is the baddest white man I ever seen to the basketball court. And I'm just, I, I, I'm just saying. This guy got game. He better than better than Dirk Nowitzki, better than Jay Kidd, better than Steve Nash, better than John Stockton. Luka Doncic is the baddest white boy I ever seen on the planet. Luka Doncic is better than he a top five player in the NBA. And people, a couple years from now, he probably be the best player in the NBA. Just saying, he's 22 years old in year three, I believe. Three or four, I think you're three. Look what he's doing in three years. This guy is unbelievable. This guy, like, people, I'm being honest, he had the potential of, of maybe of maybe breaking some of LeBron records because that's if he gets those deep playoff runs. But just from a talent, what he can do, he has a LeBron James impact. He makes players better around you. And people, I know... I won't talk about the Clippers, go off from them and just talk about how they are. they've been awful because they are a failure. They are a laughing stock. And you wonder why people just laugh at the Clippers. Y'all suck. Y'all trash because you're all the talent in the world and you and you still can't do anything. You blame Doc Rivers and I don't like how and I don't like how they did Doc Rivers. How they blame him, the blame game. And this offseason, one day losing gets swept. Who are they going to blame? Better blame yourself because you didn't bring a game. You didn't play with no heart. 
didn't want to win, didn't want it bad enough. Because true leaders and true teams respond. They respond. So we'll see how the 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 Clippers respond on on tomorrow night. I got it a loss regardless. I don't care if they, they do respond good. They still gonna lose because you can't guard nobody. And Luka Dungeon gonna do what he wanna do when he wanna do it. Luka Dungeon going to the store, going to the gas station, going to Walmart, going to Kmart, going to CVS, then going to the arena. Then he's gonna leave again and probably get some food, come back and drop food on y'all still and with the win. Just saying. People, I know this that this is my podcast. I just I love the sport so much and it love me back. Had to talk my rant on the Clippers and how they've been just a disgrace. People, this is my podcast. Do three things for me. Three things. First, subscribe to the podcast. The show is the podcast with your boy Chris J. Two, tell a friend, tell your girlfriend, your boyfriend, spread the word out. Subscribe and just spread it out because I bring the heat every time I, t- I touch the mic. Just saying. And number three, people, be great. Whatever, whatever people you love to do, whatever is your gift God bless you with, don't put it to waste. Be great. Do something special. Leave a legacy, you know. Build something for your family. Build something for your kids. Don't just be another average person doing nothing. Be somebody. It's greatness in everybody out here, people. But the, but the thing most folks don't know you got to find the things you're great at. And sometimes finding that thing is being around certain people. H- having a coach. Having a mentor. Sometimes you can be great at something and someone can tell you that you're great at this, but you don't realize it. So people, and don't be around people that just tolerate you. Be around people that celebrate you and people that want to see you be great. People, I'm out. I talk to smack. I bring the sports and love me back. Your boy Chris J., is out of there, people. I'm out. I love y'all. Peace.